Hi guys, Susan here. Welcome to the Trish and Susan podcast. And today, unfortunately, I'm not joined by Trish, but I am joined by Huggins. And you remember him because we had a um, podcast last time on the drive. On the drive, and that's where you know, like Harry Styles came up, and I had to interrupt the podcast for like two solid minutes, like he always does. Yeah. So if you could say hi. Hi. Right. So today we are going to be talking about. We were going to talk about Shang Chi the movie, and then um, dive into a topic. But then we always have interesting conversations. So we thought you guys should also be a part of this one because it might help you. You know. With whatever it is you're going through, or you, you know, you could just listen to it and have fun. And we might talk about Shang Chi after. We might. We might. That's a strong might. And there is something very interesting about Shang Chi that we've got to talk about, so we probably will. Um. So we were talking about the feeling of being a bad Christian. Um. Uh. Both Huggins and I are Christians. This means we believe in Jesus Christ as our personal Savior and Lord. And there's this thing that comes... <laughs> I don't know why he's my thing. <laughs> there's this... I don't know. In your journey as a Christian or as a human being, sometimes you feel like you're being a bad representative of whatever it is that you represent. And in this case, it's Christianity. You know, you're like, oh, I've been a bad Christian. And... If you're not careful, that guilt or that condemnation, whatever that bad feeling is, could really depress you and pull you into a place where it's like really dark and you feel like you're unworthy of still representing whatever it is that you represent. And, you know, we're trying to figure out how often it happens to, to us and how we deal with it and how to deal with it. And we're trying to figure out a way to, you know, like lay it out in the open and disclose a truth underneath the lies. <laughs> Are you making yourself laugh? All by yourself. All by yourself. All right. <laughs> okay, so he was um, talking to me about how it's fear that, you know, sometimes leads you into making bad decisions that you know are bad decisions, but you choose to do them anyway. Because you are afraid of the consequences. Give them, give them the scenario. Give them the scenario. Okay, this is a scenario. Um, we're talking about... Well, this is going to be viral. Uh, we're talking about uh, people. You are sitting in a room full of, you know, ordinary millennials. And a conversation comes up um, on homosexuality. And as a Christian, you know what kind of standing you have in that, in that situation and about that. And everyone else, you know, is like cool with it and being loudly okay with homosexuality and everything that's going on. And, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was curious. Okay. Okay. Something just happened. Yeah. We, we're over it now. We're over it now. Yeah. This is what I was curious about. Okay. Okay. Let's see. It's clear enough. It's the bishop caller on my. It doesn't matter what it shirts. is. Let's move forward. Moving forward, uh, we were talking about how in that scenario you are afraid of 
going against the rest of the room because i don't know you just gonna look like a stuck-up priest maybe that's what you're afraid of or you're just gonna look like this religious judgmental person but really um you would have to explain a lot about yourself and a lot of people don't even you know um trust <laughs> um christianity because of a lot of things and you know it just becomes a big thing and so you decide to keep quiet instead of like just saying it outright kitty nah i'm not and i'm not not about that life not about that life i do not support homosexuality and now it's queer people queer things yeah yeah so just to clarify, disclaim i just don't know clarify. a lot about this guy so like if you're in america and you're listening to this yeah i don't have much knowledge on this but just to just to clarify that's not where the gist of the matter is exactly right this was a scenario where you're in a in an environment that is contrary to what you believe in but you decide not to stand up for what you believe in because you're afraid you're of. afraid of the repercussions maybe how people will feel about you after the conversation or what people may think about you and your opinion yeah or just cancel culture man yeah yeah because <laughs> i cancel culture man you're just afraid to be canceled and so. so you know you know now what we're talking about is you are aware of exactly what's going on and what you should do in that situation but you're not doing it and how and now you you feel so condemned because you know good gee it's been me and god and when it's just the two of you now you're just gonna be like okay so about what happened earlier on you know and of course god is not mad at you he's never really mad at you for that he still loves you it's, it's a, probably you that's what was going to happen it's a peter situation it's a what a Peter situation. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, it is a Peter situation, you know. Right. Like right. the cock crows for the third time and you're like, oh, snap. I should have oh. done what I should have done, but I didn't do it. But I, I didn't do done. it. And now it's too late because I can't go back in time and undo and, it. You know. And you just have this wave of guilt. It's like, you know, it might not even have to do with Christianity, per se. It could be like um, you're in an office and someone gets accused of something and you know that person didn't do what they're being accused of. Oh, I'm not a snitch, fat. <laughs> I'm not a rat. <laughs> and, I'm not a rat. <laughs> you know, um, you need to do something. You need to step up and save someone's life or career or job or whatever, but you don't because, you know, you're not going to be office. You know, you don't want to be that guy or whatever. What was it? Were those like made up names? Or yeah. That's an actual situation. No, they're made up. Okay. But I did work with the G. And the Sarah? Nah. Okay. Okay. Couldn't say Susan. Because you are Susan. <laughs> yeah. So okay. I couldn't. Uh, so anyway, it's like, how do you deal with the guilt? Okay, this was this was probably like a. It might be taken lightly because a lot of us do this a lot of times, and it doesn't seem like that heavy of a situation. But there are things that you do bad decisions with like you just make a lot of bad decisions in the moment and then you have to face yourself afterwards like how do you face yourself after that how do you draw the line between condemning yourself and accepting that this is the kind of person you are giving giving yourself grace for that but also not tolerating it like not condoning it how do you like 
how do you get there? Okay, so just to like deep it a little bit, right? Just to expound on what Susan is talking about here. We're talking about a situation where as humans our nature is sinful. Right? That's our nature. We're born sinners. And that's our inclination to sin. Natural. And to and to wrong and to just go left. Right? Um, but at the same time, we know what the right thing to do is. So you're in a situation where you know what the right thing to do is and you don't do it. Right? So now, bringing you back to what Susan is talking about, how do you now strike a balance between acknowledging that you are prone to doing wrong, which is not doing the right thing when you probably should, mm -hmm. and at the same time, acknowledging that you are wrong and you were supposed to do the right thing, you know? Yeah, like, right? it's really difficult. That's where, that's where we're at. That's where we're at right now. And for me, I, I, come, I have those experiences a lot. Yeah. Um, and I figured that for me, it's probably because it's, you know, a lot of things that we do and feel are a reflection of how we view the world ourselves. Yeah. Like, um, So at some point in my life, <laughs> don't understand why. You... At some point, um, I I've had a lot of experience. Let me not say a lot. A lot of them were just like the same. But then there there were a few experiences where I had to look at myself and I was like, no, no, I'm being very hard on myself about this because internally, when I see someone else do this, I judge them. And I say, and nah, I'm better than them, so I'm never going to do this. Mm -hmm. So now when you find yourself in the exact situation that you just some, judged someone for last year, and now you're in that very same position, you're like, oh, snap. Hypocrite. I'm a hypocrite. And it's that, it's that realization that could either sink you or, like, float you. I don't know if got good experience. You're twitching. Why are you twitching? Twitching. You twitch. Your eyes twitch. My guy. It so, was a wink. Okay. okay. It was a, a half, half wink. This thing goes away. <laughs> this is serious. Okay, so it's like at that moment for me, I would like to say over time, those became moments for me to rise, you know, to grow up and spiritually and emotionally and mentally and psychologically to be able to acknowledge that no 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 one's really better than anyone we just haven't been in the same situations as other people and we don't know how we'd act in those exact you could even act different but that still does not make you better than the next person because no one at the end of the day is better than anyone don't judge lest we be judged yeah right so there's a story behind that okay you the hypocrisy comes back around. Yeah. It's like a full circle moment where you um, judge somebody according to what they've done or what how you feel um, about a particular situation, right, or about them. Then you find yourself in a similar situation, maybe not the exact same situation, but then you come to a realization of your wrongness. And you come to a realization mm -hmm. of how 
if you were looking at you right now, mm-hmm. you would be judging you. Yeah. Right? And it's at that moment that you realize that it's not your place to judge. Yeah. And uh, life is very humbling, I'll say that. So yes. I guess I've never been humble. I'm not going to lie. I'm a I'm like a modest person, you know, but like <laughs> internally it's because I don't I I I grew up with this perfectionist mindset somehow somewhere where I just have to like be at the top in every single situation, you know, like I always have to get something right and I I do not take failure very well. So life being life has knocked me down a few inches, you know. To where wait, there's an alarm, I need to see if this is still recording. It still is. Um so for me, I've gotta say that I guess those are my biggest struggles in life. Failure. I do not take that well at all. And then realizing that I'm not as good in quotes as I thought I was. You know, that's always been hard for me. But then the I guess the whole point was the lesson that I've been trying to be taught and the lesson that I'm still learning is you're not better than anyone. You never are. No matter how good you might think you are, you're definitely not better than anyone. And getting to accept that and believing it is a whole other, you know, thing. That's and you, That's where you have to curve your pride, yeah? Yeah. Pride is poisonous and it can kill you because it can turn into self-hatred when you find aspects in Huggins that you didn't like and you then you find them in yourself you're like oh wow i didn't know i had this inside me and you know could hate yourself for that you'd really start to hate yourself i got to a point where i really disliked myself and then i fell into depression because i mean i had to live with myself every single day and i didn't like myself so yeah it was very hard but then you know like i said I got the gist of the lesson and I still am, you know, getting to learn more. So I guess I'm making progress and now I'm talking about it. And I guess this just reminds me that, you know, there's no such thing as a bad Christian. Well, there is. If you like molest children. <laughs> Are you just going to counter yourself like that? Contradict yourself on the platform, like there's not okay. Um, let me not say there's no such thing. Let's talk about let's talk about that term. That term, exactly. Okay, Christian, what's a bad Christian? I don't think okay. Let me say, what's your understanding? I don't think there's such a thing as a bad Christian or a bad person. Why? Because the fact that we all make mistakes and choose to do wrong at some point. There are so many times where we choose to save ourselves and we let it go because we're like, I'm going to say, you know, we're like, we have an international audience. I'm sorry, it's, um, I'll try and say that. It's like, um, <laughs> what was I supposed to do, you know, like in that situation? I was in a tight situation. I had to do that to survive, you know. And I feel. And you think that does not make us bad? It makes us terrible. But then everyone is bad. So, you know, if it's a. If it's an everyone thing, then it's normal. It's it not. I, it doesn't necessarily deserve a term. It doesn't. Because it's like if it's a pool of water, it's a pool of water. Mm. But now. You can't call it wet water. You can't, exactly. You can't, kill it, you can't call it wet water because it's Cause water. It's water. 
exactly you know so so inherently people are bad yes we are bad so and not the michael jackson can't really just say that's a bad person it's a person that's a bad thing to do but that's not a bad person that's a different perspective when you're just opening something up you're just opening the universe because i'm thinking um because people are very logical beings and they sacrifice and compromise and you know like it's survival human beings want to survive mm-hmm. if it's so if it's socially you're going to do things to survive socially you're going to sacrifice and you're going to kill off certain things to survive in that society mm-hmm. if it's financially you're going to do certain things to get that money if it's you know like if if it justifies if survival is your outcome you're definitely going to justify your actions like that what was like, his I name? had to do this because I had to survive. I had to get out of there. What I was his name? Make... The guy who made that Oscar speech, um, the Joker. Um, Joaquin Phoenix. Exactly. Um, the guy who played the Joker on his speech. Like what he was saying was like, you will artificially inseminate a cow, mm-hmm. and then it goes through labor, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna take that baby, mm-hmm. and you're gonna take that milk as well mm-hmm. for yourselves. For the cereal and the coffee. This is very cruel to the cow, mm-hmm. but. It is very crucial that families families have milk for cereal tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. You need milk for your bundt cake or whatever it is you're gonna be making. Yep. So you know it's like now nah, it, it covers us. You know this is for human survival. You need that mink coat. You need that whatever it is you're, you're getting um, for survival. You know if it's fashion, if it's whatever. If you say it's for survival to justify whatever it is you've done. Justify whatever actions that you. It's like killing a person. If a sociopath goes around killing people, you're like, nah, that's wrong. But if someone attacks you and you stab them, or you cut off their throat, you cut off their head and slit their throat. <laughs> or maybe they just punch you and you punch them back and knock them out. <laughs> Sorry. My imagination is wild. I, <laughs> I would definitely. I okay. This is why I say you know it's just that we haven't been presented this the, the situations. But like you know. Um, at the end of the day, it's an argument of perspective of whatnot, but it it's perspective and reasoning and logic and whatnot. But it is a matter of perspective. But you did what you did. But I still believe that there's a right and wrong. At the end of it all, it's different from studying Shakespeare or doing O level literature, where there's no wrong answer as mm-hmm. long as you can support your answer. This is life. And when it comes to right and wrong, there's a line, right? Yeah. There is a line, and that comes down to the perspective comes down to what you believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. If I'm a Christian, I know killing, stealing, um, lying, lying is wrong. Mm-hmm. Cheating. Cheating on a test is wrong. Right. See, 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 can I just step in right there? Mm-hmm. Because cheating is something that has become so common, especially in varsity, bro. You're just like, ah, if this assignment is due tomorrow, bro, just give me your book. I've got to copy you this. Thing, and then you just and like you just copy it and send it in. Like, I listen together. Oh, exactly. Listen to me, and, <laughs> you know, probably, um, if you were told that cheating was bad since you were like in grade one, this was probably scary when you were like up to like grade five or so. Mm-hmm. But after that, you were like the king of cheating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but 
it, you know it's wrong at yeah. the end of the day the moment you sit down for an introspection session yeah but at some point do you know that at some point um your conscience gets so um can i say dull it gets uh, what's the word whatever you feed grows watered down whatever you feed grows it grows right so sometimes at first telling a lie would be something that would really freak you out but now it's just like nah, i had to and you recover from that so quickly to the point where it, it, sometimes you don't even realize that you just told a lie and it was wrong because you could be like um you could tell your boss um sorry i can't make it to work tomorrow i'm, I'm sick that won't even bug you because it's something that's so common and it's a little white lie it's not hurting anybody you're just getting a day off but, but don't you, your don't conscience you feel, is just don't you feel like when you've gotten to that point of not feeling remorse to the slightest degree of whatever wrong that you do don't you feel like you would have just gone beyond a certain threshold i know it, yeah yeah we wrongness becomes normal exactly and so easy to lean into like your conscience does not register that it, this was wrong it's just it's just again yeah, it's a normal thing. day see this is what i'm talking about that we've gotten to a level where we normalize certain things and that are still wrong but we've agreed as the human race that nah this is unacceptable and normalizing abnormal things yeah and we've also normalized wrong things we've been like ah, yes they are normal it's human and we defend it and say it's human mm. right mm. so there's like oh yes a bracket mm. now and now morality is no longer based on what you believe in morality is based on what generation you're in oof 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 that was a handshake that was a handshake but yeah we've i think we've gotten to that point isn't it yeah and it's scary the black and white is no longer black and white it's hella gray we are so in the gray area hella right gray and i guess it then becomes okay so now what happens when you're in this place in this gray place is now your human nature okay i like the way we circled around this story so much and came back like it, it's not anyway go 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 in the gray area oh we are in the we're like Okay, what was I trying to say? We are living in the gray area. And of course, um you have a sense of morality based on what you believe in. <laughs> that you choose to believe. <laughs> okay, so you have um you are in the gray area. And now this gray area is a normal human being and this is let's just say this is how everyone in quotes is raised and now you have to make choices um based on your morality based on what you believe so now there's your human nature which is very much in the gray area and it's already leaning towards <laughs> the not so good area and now you have and you've become you've become so accustomed to the wrong things wrong in codes because you know wrong is not wrong for everyone 
Um, so now people are doing things and they are normal. They don't shock you. And this is getting into your subconscious bit by bit. And this, this is what happens. Bit by bit, things get into your head. Ideas come into your head. At first, you rebuke them. Next time, you tolerate them. Next time, you fantasize. Next time, you're doing it. <laughs> I'm sorry. This might have seemed sexual. <laughs> no, man. That's not that's what you want to talk about. Oh, wow. I hope no, I can edit I, I that just, out. No, no, I can't. no, I just enjoyed the way you built up to it. Like oh. the stages. You okay. hit them. You hit the nail on the head with okay. the stages. But anyway. Um, oh yeah, so at the end of the day you're like doing it. So at first it's like um, please do not take my examples as my standing or whatever. I'm going to give an example of someone who grows up in a household. Um, this is very common. Well, not so common these days, but like when I was growing up. Um, we weren't allowed to wear a lot of revealing clothes as girls. We had to wear these like long skirts, you know, and well, the best we could do, you know, like was exactly. You can't be. We, what's happening right now? We couldn't do it. Like I'm not old, <laughs> but this just been such a change. Hey y'all, she still don't do it. She's still wearing freaking overalls or biker shorts and sports bra. And yeah, she she's not even about that. It's because I have a I have a certain style. Come on, this is not what this is about. It's okay. I was saying. Um, you grow up, well, maybe that is kind of what influenced my style. Anyway, because you still have that engraved in, in your the, head. Exactly, because so at our core, we still know right and wrong because it was instilled within us. But that right and wrong we, is what was taught to me by society at the time. Do you get what I'm saying? Oh, you just opened up a whole gate right now. You just opened up the small gate. Right? It's a totally different exit by the West Mujura all day. <laughs> the other streets. That's what you just opened. You just opened a whole different okay. gateway okay, can to we this just conversation. Circle, can we just circle back to what I was... To, to the, I was trying to get to a point. Then we can get back to that gate. That's a whole different gate because now right and wrong has also become perspective. Exactly. Do you want to go through that gate with me? No, I was getting to a point. Okay, so we should close that gate for now. Close it. Shut it let's, right let's, now. Let's come back. I don't even know where to keep that. <laughs> okay. So no. I was I was trying to get to a point uh, of um I really hope you can hear me with my low octave. Um I really hope you all can hear my low octave. How our um subconscious um gets watered down um by the things you're exposed to. So I was saying you're raised in a family where you can't wear very, you know, revealing clothes. Mm. Um but then your parents start to see, you know, like, it's not that bad. You know, it's not that big a deal. And so as you grow older, they become more allowing of this kind of um, dressing. I'm not saying it's awful, guys. I'm just giving an example that a lot of people can relate to. And um, you're like 10 now and Cardi B is twerking on your TV, you know. Mm-hmm. And the next thing is Miley Cyrus is naked on a wrecking ball. Mm-hmm. And the next thing is, of course, I completely messed up the timeline but you know what i'm saying (laughs) you know and bit by bit you're like no it's okay it's okay it's okay because you're you're, at first you're like oh what she is naked on a wrecking ball yeah 
but then you're like ah how bad could it get then it gets bad you know and then you get like exposed to a lot of things and all of a sudden you're like but no this is not so bad you know it's normal because you know if every single picture i'm looking at on instagram is of people in bikinis and these little items you know these backless this frontless these whatever this torn things you know you're just like this is normal and really when you step out into the street you look very normal no one's no one's even gasping like oh no this kid's so it's very normal so what would make a difference with that i hope you uh, this example is not being taken literally um but it's um you can relate to something internally that i don't know if you've had if you had this kind of evolution of having your mind changed um and eventually you like become normal and you like the rest of the world which is not such a bad thing but there are people who choose as a christian let me get back to christianity because i cannot speak for other religions or other beliefs as a christian we are specifically told not to become like the rest of the world mm-hmm. why i'm pretty sure we know why now because the world is ever changing right and wrong is ever changing you know so you can't really be um what's the word you can't be a variable <laughs> you can't be like your your faith who you, you can't are be lukewarm. you can't be lukewarm exactly you can't be lukewarm and you can't you know switch um who you are and what you believe in and what you stand for based on what is trending so then comes that innate feeling something inside you that just wants to be like the rest of the world something inside you that thinks but no i'm gonna look really cute in these shorts is it a crime if i just look this good and you want to but there's something inside you also that's telling you now we can't do this and then one day you step out in those shorts your body if each footstep is just like this is wrong this is wrong this is wrong this but is wrong yari, though. <laughs> it's going yeah <laughs> and a part yari, of you is going whoa we did it so my point is how do you it's that conflict internally <laughs> that i feel a lot of people like suffer from you 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 definitely it definitely does something to you as an individual for me like i said for me it brought me to a point of depression and depression is not nice and depression can get really serious and you can think of taking your life and whatnot and it's yeah 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 we are fighting for mental health um please note that um if you are any of the people that i described in my examples i am not saying i hate you i do not we're just going to make i'm that not clear. judging you i'm just making examples that are clear and relatable and relatable because and help us put the point across yeah because these are just like things that i'm sure we've all um at some point come across this yeah all right we didn't find a solution though i mean we segue back that's all i'm saying i really like the whole circles round about the whole issue mm-hmm. and tackled little issues but still came back to the main issue of the conflict of knowing what the right thing to do is but not doing it okay. um and as a christian feeling bad about it but also rem- 
reminding yourself of your sinful nature but at the same time not letting that fact comfort you in your wrongdoing because mm-hmm. the moment you get cozy in the wrongdoing then it ceases to be wrongdoing to you it's mm. just the next thing that you're doing but you what you don't that. want is for that very conflict to pull you away from god yeah i've gotten to a place where i was like so i'm not good enough why do i keep doing this when i'm not supposed to so clearly nah this christian thing ain't for me god is not so for you me see what the problem was the problem was you were trying to make yourself a christian yeah but you by can't. my deeds but you can't make yourself a christian only god has the Woo! ability to change the heart you mm-hmm. can't change mm-hmm. your own heart mm-hmm. because the heart is what deceitful. Hey, above all things, above all things. keep watch over it. Oh my gosh! All right. Um, I was trying to get to that. Like, mm. God I, must. I just, God steps in. It. You, you I just, really. I just real you in and got you there. All right. Okay, so we, we're just having a good time. We're just having a fantastic time. God steps in. I guess what we want to say, what we want to put is give God his place. Yes, sir. Let God do his thing because you say and that. And if you're not sure what place that is, it's the driver's seat, not shotgun. Driver's seat. Mm-hmm. You ride shotgun. In fact, you go to the back seat. Boot even if you want. <laughs> but just, just be in the car. Just, just be, be in, just the car. in the car. So at, at first, you know, you could like just be taking along. On your skateboard, you know, just holding on to the car. At some point, you're going to get in. You'll find yourself riding shotgun eventually. Don't you worry. Um, I, we were talking about how letting God have his place. Mm-hmm. Because he clearly says um, that he who began a good work in you will see it to completion. So it's like, before you... Okay, let's not... Why are you judging yourself now? Let's look at the time before you knew God. And now the person that you've become, that transition did not happen on its own. You did not change yourself from that to that. Like God did that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when we realize that, we can let go of trying to control ourselves and trying to make ourselves better. And we can breathe we and can, you know and give yeah. off that power and that control. We can actually make that happen. Exactly. Yeah. And then what you want to do now is do your best. So now the next time you're in this position and the situation is happening, don't worry. You'll make the right decision. Yeah. So like let's let's take it back to the to the scenario, right? Mm-hmm. You're in a place, there's a mainstream ideology, mm-hmm. right? That you don't believe in mm-hmm. and you decide not to step in and uh, share your view or your opinion or your stance mm-hmm. right why because of that fear of how people may feel about you mm-hmm. or how people may view you as a person or how they may cancel you all right mm-hmm. it's that fear so now we're talking about overcoming that fear and we're saying you can't do that by yourself yeah so i'm saying in that situation you will find yourself unafraid. Mm. Once you've given God his Once place. Once you've given God his face. Because if you so, try to fix it yourself, you got you just if you keep trusting in God, at some point 
you're going to be like, but no, I don't think I stand for this mm-hmm. because of so so and so. And probably you are also afraid for a good reason because you didn't have enough facts or data or enough belief in you to completely back yourself up. You were just like still a baby in you know in that area and you didn't really know if you would be able to back yourself up. But then you'll find yourself later in the same situation and you can more knowledgeable. You can stand up for yourself. Yeah. And you're more knowledgeable. Yeah. And you can impart that knowledge and most probably gonna make a difference in someone else's life in that very same way. Yeah. I think a lot of people experience that as well. I remember my little brother, well he's not little anymore but he's younger. Oh he's not. Hey, come on. Come on. Come <laughs> so my, my, my brother came, we were, we were at the dinner table, we were having dinner as a family and he brings up this point where some of his mates um, were talking about, oh they're talking about, I forgot what they were talking about really, mm-hmm. but it had something to do with um, how the old testament of the bible doesn't apply to the new testament philosophies and like we are living in new testament times and stuff like that and my brother knew that (laughs) that ain't it right that's why it's one whole book um but he didn't know how to convey this message to his mates and to explain that no gents it's like this because of that so he simply aired out his stance to say I don't think that's right I don't know why I know it's not right I don't know why yet but I'm gonna come back to y'all and he brought it like to the family and said gents guys mom dad bro this is a situation right enlighten me and we helped him out we enlightened him he went back and he shared with his mates so you're gonna be in a situation where you're not fully knowledgeable about a particular topic enough to stand substantial ground on it and you don't want a situation where you start where the conversation is steered by emotions you know um so it's all right not to be knowledgeable yet because we are continuously learning yes you live and you learn you encounter experiences and you learn and you seek knowledge yeah. but seek that knowledge that's the important thing yeah so that when the time comes when the confrontation time comes you're able to stand and say this is like this because of that, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And that is excellent. That's true. Taking that in, but I think I I don't forget what was I trying to say. Um, I wanted to say something about the time. Mm-hmm. Um, well now it's doesn't it doesn't have anything to do with God. It doesn't have anything to do with the other people. Mm-hmm. It's you looking at yourself, and saying now I'm a hypocrite. It's now you versus you mm-hmm. and we can be our own worst enemies mm-hmm. and no one can pull you down like yourself yep. so what i would just want to say for the christians out there um in those moments please do not listen to yourself <laughs> it's, it's it's always more important to know what god thinks of you than what you think of yourself because you're just another person and what people think of you don't matter. And you are people too. Yeah. Mm. So what you gotta do in that moment? It's hard, but you get there if they judge. Or sometimes you really just can't. But then someone might even bring um, information to you, like remind you of who you are 
in God, in Christ, you know. So what you need to do is when you're pulling yourself down, you've got to bring yourself up via God, via, if you're in America, via Christ. <laughs> you've got to, like, use that route, that route if you're in Britain. <laughs> oh, my goodness, are you going to do this? <laughs> Potato, potato. <laughs> you've just, okay, you've got to use the God route. And it doesn't matter. This is why it's always important to listen to positive things and to um, read the word and get to know more about God and about you in God, even when you're not low. Because, like we said, uh, just as well as the other bad habits and everything in the world gets into you and into your subconscious by encountering it every day, so the word of God and the truth about you will also get into you, seep into you on a daily basis, you know, if you're like, give it attention on a daily basis, even when you don't need it, you know, those truths will just like, start rising to the top. Reveal themselves. Exactly. And they're like, nah, mm. you are not cursed, you're blessed. Mm. You're not the tail, you're the head. Mm. You are loved. Deeper. He hems you in behind and before, before you say the word, mm. before it was on your tongue, mm. he knew it. You cannot go anywhere where he will not see you. Mm. You cannot surprise God. You need also please remind yourself of this. You cannot surprise you can you can never you might surprise yourself, your family, the world, but you can never surprise God. So he's like he's not going, Oh, how could you? Nah, man, he's relaxing. This is the only cool dude in the cinema. It's just like I know this. I know. I knew this was gonna go down. <laughs> I knew it was gonna go down like so, this. You know, so don't worry. Do not worry. Mm-hmm. I I feel like the, our biggest struggle is letting go of the control yeah. and the need to know everything that's happening and what's going to happen. We yeah. just need to let that go. Yeah. And life will be so much better. And stop judging because that same judgment and that harshness is going to reflect back to you when yeah. you find yourself in that situation. Comes you in the back. Yep. Mm. So. 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 I guess this is the end of our podcast. No. But I really hope you all learned something. You, you know, did. You benefited from our 